You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, we're back. Another edition of Locked On Lions, everybody, on the Locked On Podcast Network on this Tuesday, June 20th, and a Wednesday, June 21st. Welcome in. Hope you're doing well on this Tuesday. Matt Derry with you, talking Detroit Lions football on your daily podcast, Locked On Lions. Proudly today brought to you by our friends at Heart of a Lions fan, the Lions fan documentary and movie. They continue to build it up. They continue to edit. They continue to put the final touches on this unbelievable film that is going to be coming out this fall. For more information, go to HOALF.com and support this project. All right, coming up on the show today, some uh, some breaking news today, broken first by Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network. The Lions have added a highly sought-after front office official. They've added another front office executive to their scouting department. We'll tell you who that is coming up in a little bit. And a former Lion is making waves at his new home. We'll tell you about the hype train, a hype machine known as, known as Ebron Mania coming to Indianapolis. We'll talk about that today here on Locked On Lions. You want to get a hold of me on the program? Your tweets are always welcome at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks. And the Matt Terry Facebook fan page as well. Yesterday's discussion was a good one. If you missed it, we talked all about this Rob Gronkowski report that Albert Breer from Monday Morning Quarterback uh, told to Colin Cowherd late last week. And now it's kind of making the rounds around the newspapers. Uh, but we had it yesterday pretty quickly that the Lions were in talks with the New England Patriots. The Lions were among about five or six teams that did have conversations with the Patriots uh, a few months ago. When Rob Gronkowski seemed like he was unhappy with with the Pats, the Pats seemed unhappy with him, and so there were some trade discussions. The the Robert Kraft-led Patriots, at least that ownership group, has said numerous times that that report is hogwash, but Albert Breer took it to a new level yesterday and said that the Lions indeed were among the teams that talked to the Patriots about Gronk. And as I said yesterday, look, it's probably not going anywhere. There probably isn't going to be a Gronk trade now. But boy, oh boy, would that have been something for the Lions to kind of, you know, really, really get their name out there, put their head on the chopping block, go for it type of move by going after Gronk. And today's big story about Jimmy Ray the third. in case you missed it, the Lions have hired a new senior personnel executive named Jimmy Ray the third. Remember, some of you or some of you may remember his father, Jimmy Ray the second who was the quarterback at Michigan State and was an Alliance and was Alliance assistant coach and has been around the NFL a long time. Well, his son is a longtime executive around the league as well. Most recently interviewed for the Houston Texans, a GM job. He was an assistant GM last year, didn't get the job, and now is coming over to the Lions. And the report was first, you know, first put out there and confirmed by Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network. And you give the Lions a lot of credit. Because Jimmy Ray the Third is somebody that is um, highly respected, uh, highly sought after by many different teams to join their franchise. Uh, he was with the Colts for years as an a, a, and as an assistant GM and was the interim general manager there. Um, when the Colts elected to uh, finally say goodbye, uh, I'm drawing a blank on the on the GM's name in Indianapolis that basically ruined everything. They hired Chris Ballard um, uh, there from Kansas City 
it'll come to me. But regardless, Jimmy Ray the uh, third was um, you know in Indy, so he is he's he's he made the rounds with the Colts, and he's been there. For, Ryan Grigson, thank you. Uh, I knew it would come to me. But it was a couple of years ago, January actually of 2017, last year, where he ran the Colts on an interim basis, went to Houston, interviewed for the Carolina Panthers job as well, didn't get it. But he's going to be a senior personnel executive for the Lions. Uh, Dave Burkett of the Free Press says this includes duties in both pro and college scouting. But you look at the Lions' chain of command in their front office. And this is where what I, my main point today on this Jimmy Ray the Third thing is the Lions for years, and I'm not telling you guys anything that you don't already know about your franchise, but the Lions for years just did not have a front office structure that could be trusted. When it was Matt Millen and Martin Mayhew, who else was there? Scotty McEwen for years as a college scout that was past his prime. Remember the days of Chuck Schmidt running the team where, where, where the detractors always said he was nothing but a bean counter? Who was really the general manager? Was it Wayne Fonts calling the shots? Who was, who, who was a real personnel guy? The Lions had two very respected personnel people back in the 90s, and they let both of them walk. All right, Kevin Colbert became a Steeler, the Steelers general manager, and Ron Hughes, who was a highly respected scout. But it's almost like those guys should have been elevated to more powerful positions for years. Never were. And the Lions have never had that structure. But now with general manager Bob Quinn, VP of player personnel Kyle O'Brien, Lance Newmark, who runs player personnel, Brendan Prophet, who runs pro scouting, and now Jimmy Ray going to be here as a player personnel executive, senior personnel executive, you've got the makings of a front office that will one day be rated by other teams because these guys are good at what they do. They know talent. They know how to scout players. And they know how to help Bob Quinn do his job. And that's all you guys have been asking for for years has been, can we get enough talent in here to win? Can the Lions finally win some football games, consistently bring in the top talent? And, you know, again, how many times have we talked about the Lions and here's the Ian Rappaport tweet, just so I have it for you. The Lions added veteran NFL executive Jimmy Ray III as senior personnel executive late last week, per league sources. He'll work directly with GM Bob Quinn. Big get for Detroit, as Ray was highly coveted in league circles and was most recently assistant GM for the Texans. When is a highly coveted front office man chosen Detroit over other options, other organizations? Jimmy Ray III has always had jobs in this league. He's always somebody that has been trusted by organizations. Now, has he become a general manager? He lost out on the Colts opportunity. He lost out on the Texans opportunity. But he spent many years with the Chargers, Colts, Texans, among others. And, you know, the, he interviewed for the Panther job, too. So he spent more than 15 years in the league. And is highly respected. Think about that. When was the last time the Lions won out for a highly coveted front office executive? I, 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 I'm trying to remember who, you know, who it was. And you know what else is nice about this move? It's not somebody from New England. It's not somebody from Syracuse. This is somebody from outside the organization that chose to come to Detroit and try to help this team get better. And try to help pick the players. Jimmy Ray the third.
now here in Detroit. I think it's a great move, and I commend the Lions for it. All right, we're going to talk about Eric Ebron in a second, and I'm going to be positive about Eric Ebron in a second. But first, got to tell you about my man Mike V., Mike Vanderpool, and the folks at Heart of a Lions fan. The Kickstarter on their page at HOALF.com is two days left on it. Two days left for you to contribute to their project and get to know what Heart of a Lions fan is all about. It's a movie about you, the Lions fan. All the tailgating that goes on at Eastern Market. All the tailgating that goes on outside of Ford Field. Fans that have been there for years that just continue to buy tickets. And some of you continue to ram your heads up against the wall and bleed profusely. That's what this movie's about. It's about the frustration of a Lions fan. It's about one pride. It's about loving a team so much that you don't know why you do, but you do. Interviews with fans. Interviews with luminaries and media people. I'm in the movie. Fred of the Pizza Man's in there. My guy, Albert Dale. It's going to be incredible. I want you to check it out at HOALF.com. Not the full movie yet, but the trailer, the Kickstarter, some clips. It's incredible. HOALF.com. Please check it out. All right, so I'm, you know, I'm looking at, at, at the Internet this morning, and I'm deciding some topics that I want to touch on for today's show. And I came across a nugget that I just, I don't, I don't know where I want to go with it, but I have to bring it up. And that I saw in Freep.com. And it's titled, Insider, What We Learned About the Colts This Offseason. And it says, Eric Ebron Turning Heads in Indianapolis. That's right, the former Detroit Lions tight end, whom I have made fun of numerous times who I still don't think is very good. But here's what they write in the Indianapolis Star about Eric Mebron. There have been numerous additions to this team that has turned over more than two-thirds of its roster since 2017, but tight end Eric Ebron is one newcomer who looks as though he could be particularly impactful. Sounds like Tom Gorris. That's a Tom Gorris term. Be impactful. As Frank Reich said, the team is not in pads and off-season practices at times, it can be fool's gold, but Ebron has been among the most impressive Colts this offseason, and Reich seems poised to fully tap into Ebron's versatile skill set. Reich and offensive coordinator Nick Sirianni are going to put lots of Ebron, uh, lots on Ebron's plate, and they firmly believe the free agent pickup can handle it. He's really smart, Frank Reich said. I knew that because we did our homework before he got here. We knew he was a smart player, but he's like really a highly intelligent football player, and he's an explosive athlete. They even had it. They had him working, even lined up as an H back. Hoo wee! I really am looking forward to watching the progress of Eric Ebron because. And are you ready for this, folks? I do think he's going to have a good year in Indy. I do. I happen to think that number eighty-five needed such a change of scenery and is so immature and could not handle Detroit. That I think in Indianapolis, where I think the pressure's a little bit off. I, I love Colts fans. I think they're very good fans. All right, my son is a Colts fan. And I think he'll do well there if Andrew Luck is healthy. Because I think if Luck is healthy, he'll be able to find Ebron. And I think in Detroit, based on where he was drafted, which was not his fault, having go, gone in the top 10, which was not his fault, Having been drafted ahead of future Hall of Famers, Odell Beckham Jr., Zach Martin, Aaron Donald, okay, A.A. Ron, 
Not his fault, but he couldn't handle it. He couldn't handle it. And I think in Indianapolis, he's going to do well. And it's kind of a a tight end-based discussion the last couple days because the Lions do need to replace him. All right? He didn't do enough in Detroit. But he was a big target and was a guy that defenses occasionally said, oh, he's out there, we got to guard him. And I don't think the Lions have that threat this year. I like Luke Wilson. I hope they can tap into his potential. Levine Tuaolo is kind of a, a, a throw-in, backup. And Michael Roberts, the fourth-round pick, time to step up, man. This is a guy that was late to a game last year, was deactivated. Time to mature. He's a huge target and can be a big-time weapon for Stafford. But again, this is a second-year player out of the MAC. But yes, I truly am going to be nice about this. Ebron's been turning heads. We've heard this before. But I actually think he can have a decent year in Indy, especially with T.Y. Hilton on the outside, an improved offensive line, and if Andrew Luck is back, that Colt team might be underrated. So reading that, no. Many of you are probably saying, oh, Derry's just going to tool on Eric Ebron again. We've heard this show before. No, not necessarily the case this time. I think he can have an impact there. Now, if they're asking him to block... And if they think they can line him up tight on a lot of occasions, forget it. He'll never improve as a blocker. He won't. I don't care who's coaching him up. Blocking is not for him. But as a weapon, as an outside receiver, as somebody maybe in the slot that can can run past a linebacker or safety, yeah, I think he can handle it. Question's going to be one thing. Hands. Can he catch the football? So we'll see in Indianapolis. But no, I'm going to be positive and say, Yes, I think he'll be better, certainly better, uh, than he was in Detroit. Hey, Locked On Pistons with Matt Shook is available to you at LockedOnSports.com. All the podcasts that you want to listen to, Locked On NBA, talking about free agency, the draft, uh, Locked On NBA, doing a lot of NBA draft stuff with David Locke now. But Locked On Pistons with Matt Shook, tomorrow at 4 o'clock, big press conference downtown. Ooh, yeah. Dwayne Casey and Mr. Gorris, uh, as Mike Sullivan from The Ticket would call him, Mr. Gorris are going to meet the media. Get all the inside scoop on Locked On Pistons, not only at LockedOnSports.com, but at LockedOnPistons.com as well. But that'll do it for a Tuesday and a Wednesday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I promise you I will get you Andrew Siciliano before the week is out and talk to uh, Andrew from the NFL Network. He was in Detroit uh, two weeks ago. We'll get his thoughts on his trip into Detroit and to minicamp, or is it last week? I can't even keep up. We're going to talk to Andrew and get his thoughts on what he thought on the Lions and continue with shows. We'll continue doing these shows, folks, all of the time. Summertime, up until training camp, once the season starts. We hope you like the shows and we hope you listen on iTunes, Megaphone.fm, Amazon Alexa, Spotify, wherever you're listening or get your podcast. Thank you for joining me. Again, Lockdown Lions brought to you by Heart of the Lions fan at HOALF.com. We'll do it again tomorrow.